0: Um, in a team in a team dynamic where you're playing five on five you're locked on uh, to what you can provide to the team a lot of the time or what other teams are doing globally you, you, you very rarely do you get the chance to be creative and to think outside of the box uh, as to what um, the answers might be to certain champion matchups and champion matchups are very valuable in in one versus one and it's also very valuable in a team environment so I think it can carry on
1: Hey there, Mitch Lowe here from Pixelsift. It's a dream for many to play games professionally, but that's not the only job when it comes to professional gaming. Chris Lee is an esports coach and talent scout with the Chiefs Esports Club. He's one of the people that finds those budding newcomers and trains them to be the next big thing. But you might be asking yourself, how do you become an esports coach and exactly what do they do? Well, I'll let him explain.
0: I got an eSports due to coaching being a hobby of mine, uh, which turned into a passion and uh, through a natural transition starting 2020. Uh, Chiefs eSports Club Academy is the essential school or academy program for the main team. And it gives them the the values, the, uh, the skills necessary to compete at a higher level. It is what allows players to take that next step um, in becoming someone from the, in becoming just a talented player that plays for fun and become an actual professional, right? Treat it like a job. Uh, that, that's our main goal with Chiefs Esports College Academy. To use myself an example, as an example, earlier on, you asked how I got into esports, and I don't really consider um, someone to be in, in esports unless you're working full time or um, at least part time at that job. So, unless, unless it's an actual job, I don't really consider you to be in esports. <laughs> it is a volunteer job. And it is a hobby if, if, you, if you're not doing it full-time. And that's how it started for me. Um, personally, I would say just pursue your passion, um, work hard. It, it's all the cliche things, work hard, um, make connections and talk to people, network. It's like any other job or workplace or industry. Uh, and eventually, you'll get there. For me, um, it definitely started off as a hobby. I got very lucky and I got to coach um, the the person that made League of Legends, uh, Mark Merrill, in 2018. Uh, and then that grew into, hey, do you want to take over my academy program? Because they just realized there was this guy that was super passionate about the game. I wasn't getting paid for it. Uh, and then, yeah, that so that eventually leads to dreams. I think everything is about um, take one step at a time. Uh, and when you feel like you're taking a step back, just realize if you keep working hard, you can take two steps forward. What about a person makes you say, hey, this person's ready for the professional scene? I would say... Uh, For League of Legends specifically, it would be a combination of their attitude, their drive, as well as their individual skill that they've displayed in solo queue. Uh, And you can see the the leaderboards um, because it's public. It's just a a ranking leaderboard. So I would say if you're top 30, uh, top 40, top 30, you're you're pretty much ready uh, to take that step in becoming a professional. And what sort of person stands out uh, when you're scouting new talent for your program? I think this is also League of Legends specific. Uh, I would I would say the the first big thing I look for is mechanics, uh, just natural talent and ability. Um, so to give you an analogy or to give you like a like a comparison, mechanics is like uh, height in basketball. It's a natural advantage. Um, a lot of it can't be taught. For example, reaction speed, accuracy with the mouse, um, and things like. Uh, general multitasking ability right these things can't be taught and so that's the first thing i would look for and the second thing i would look for is just just general attitude and how can i mold this player into uh, into someone that can work in a team environment uh, anything else about the game in terms of macro so with uh, the general strategy side of things or anything in depth that comes with pro play can be taught but i don't think uh the, the talent aspect can be taught so that's the first thing i would look for and uh, is, is things like gender diversity important to the Chiefs? Well, my viewpoint is I, I like to treat everyone equally. So I, I think putting a priority on gender diversity in terms of encouraging you know female players that have that natural talent or, or have have the want to go pro, I would love for more females to get involved. I would love to uh, encourage everyone, essentially, um, to, to sign up. And showcase their talent but as for the actual selection process it'll be purely based off your skill right so so how how talented are you at this at this video game and that that is my priority as obviously chief's chief's goal is is to win And we want to create championship rosters and we want to create championship academy rosters.
1: How will you ensure that a positive environment for those who are taking part in the program, especially considering that public cues and voice comms can be filled with harassment and and offensive language?
0: I have absolutely zero tolerance um, for abusive environments. I encourage that teammates go ahead and give Criticism to their teammates if they're playing on the same team, but never in a way that I deem uh, um, unproductive. Uh, For League of Legends or any esports to be taken seriously, I think people need to take the step to realize that this is a professional environment, and it can't be different from any anywhere else in the workplace. If if on being if playing a game online is your excuse to be a bigot or your excuse to um, be out of line with with people around you, um, then you're definitely not welcome in any of the teams that I coach personally. And how I would foster that is just, as I said, drill that p- professional mentality. Would, would you be doing the same thing if you're working in any other workplace? Would you be speaking to your colleagues like this? Uh, and and just understand that these are steps for not only our uh, our industry, being esports, to be more taken seriously, our team to be more taken seriously, but if they want to work in esports, if they want to be regarded as professionals, you want the whole industry to be regarded as a professional, um, upcoming... Uh, the workplace right as, as you want you want to be taken seriously um not just in the workplace but people uh, you want your entire job to be taken seriously so i think i think uh yeah definitely definitely very important
1: and uh, what are you hoping to see out of a 1v1 Tony? that you might not see in other matches like what what does 1v1
0: competition really bring out in players that maybe a team dynamic might not i think creativity um, in a team, in a team dynamic, where you're playing five on five, you're locked on uh, to what you can provide to the team a lot of the time, or what other teams are doing globally. Uh, so you take an either you take a combination of an imitation approach or a um, adjustment approach, where you adjust to what the team needs, or you copy what the top teams do. Uh, very rarely do you get the chance, especially if. If you're, if you're not if you're competing in a weaker region like Oceania you, you, you very rarely do you get the chance to be creative and to think outside of the box uh, as to what um, the answers might be to certain champion matchups and champion matchups are very valuable in in one versus one and it's also very valuable in a team environment so I think you can carry on
1: That's Chris Lee from the Chiefs Esports Club. He'll be coaching the Australian winner of the 1v1 League of Legends tournament, Red Bull Solo Queue, as they take on the world at the next stage of the competition. The song you are listening to is called Flute of the Traveler by Harris Heller. You can find a written version of the story on the PixelSiv website, that's pixelsivs.com.au but you'll also find articles, podcasts, videos, and more. If you like this, why not subscribe for free to Pixel Sift on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, so you can get every episode as soon as it comes out. My name is Mitch Lowe, and this is Pixel Sift. And as always, thank you for listening.